Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today on Sense of Soul, we are super excited to have on Savannah Martin, aka Savvy or Sav Martin. She is the Rhode Island medium. Have a really special episode. She is going to actually give a reading to two of our listeners that will be calling in. We are so excited about that. Savannah was born and raised in Southern Rhode Island, and she has always had an old soul. It wasn't until she was 19 years old that she discovered that she is a psychic medium. We're so excited to have you and all of your amazing, fun energy. Welcome, Savannah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you both for having me on this podcast. I cannot wait. Thank you so much. It's going to be so fun because I love to have the interaction with our listeners. So it gives us a chance to meet them as well. I was wondering, did you see dead people when you were little? Yes and no. (laughs) It's funny how you, and so like, I didn't know exactly what was happening, but I did have a vivid memory of like dark orbs circling my room. And it was very interesting. I was always fascinated with ghosts, but also like freaked out by them. It was like a very fine line I danced on, but I did not really see like, I see dead people. No, not quite. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I uh, was also super excited to have you on because you just have like some super energetic, fun energy, which Shanna and I uh, totally vibe with. I listened to you on Kelly Sparta's podcast, The Spirit Sherpa, and I have to say it was fun to listen to you. You have probably one of the most unique stories I've ever heard about someone coming across their psychic mediumship. Can you share that with our listeners? Absolutely. I swear it sounds like something straight out of Hollywood, like a crazy movie. So um, when I was 19 years old, I just went through a huge transition with my life. My mother and I, we moved out of the house I grew up in and it was kind of a fresh start, clean slate. And I received a job opportunity at a vineyard in Rhode Island. It was called Carolyn Sakonet Vineyard, still there and you can go and visit. It's a very sacred land. And on the first day I was there, it was a 12 hour shift. I did weddings. I loved my boss. She had such a great energy, such a great vibe. I was here for it. And she then went ahead towards the end of the night and informed me that she could actually speak to people who have passed away. And she's also a psychic. And I was like, that is amazing. And so cool. Like what? Like, so I could not believe my boss could talk to the dead. And I just was so fascinated. I asked her a ton of questions. Less than five days later, um, I was working, taking my lunch break. So I went out and I ate right in the picnic table area, but it was kind of like where anyone could walk by. And a customer approached me and she said, I have been sent here to tell you that you have an amazing gift. And I was like, excuse me, this is like day six of my internship my first ever internship, like totally. She's like, can I please sit down? And I'm like, sure. Like who am I to say no to a customer? So she then gives me a reading and proceeds to tell me everything that I did not want to talk about, especially at work in going on in my past, my present, my future. It was all crazy transformational shift. And then she comes, she says to me, you have a psychic gift and it's about to be unleashed. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, Were you like, um, have you had too much of the wine lady? <laughs> Literally, I was like, but she was so spot on with everything else in my life. I was like, oh my God. Like I cannot even put into words. It was the most surreal moment. It literally felt like it was just her and I on the vineyard. Um, And so she proceeds to tell me all of that stuff and keeps going on. And I say, you know what? I'm sobbing in the middle of work. And um, because I didn't obviously expect this to happen. And when I, the person comes up to me and says like, oh, like you're going to have to like, time to go. Someone pretty much like saved me from the situation. And then they told me like, 
it's okay. I was in such a supportive, loving atmosphere. They were like, no worries. Like here, have some ice cream and like go home for the day. Like it's been like really traumatic for you. Like, I'm so sorry. This shouldn't have happened. So I do that. I drive home and I was driving to my boyfriend at the time's house. I was driving and I was on a back road and all of a sudden I was fully pulled out of my body while I was driving and I was in an all white room and it was an unbelievable sense of calm. I can't even put it into words. And this little boy runs up to me. He's like, everything is going to be okay. And it was so surreal and, but also so real. Like I was, I was really there and he goes to touch me. And as he touches me, I fall back into my body. I'm driving. And then obviously I burst into tears again. <laughs> and a night later, I all of a sudden could speak to the ghosts in my house, which was Anthony um, of Barber, who actually um, was my grandfather's barber. Um, and he actually owned the house and Whoa. originally and built the structure. He was a barber. He was actually in the um, pipe and drum band as well with my grandfather. Plot twist. Um, when this all was happening, my mom was very like, obviously concerned. She, I mean, she was definitely not like gung-ho, you're totally a psychic medium. She definitely wanted to make sure crossing her T's and dotting her I's that like everything was okay. So she brought in a psychic medium and I was very confused because whenever I saw my grandfather's pictures, I could see the rest of the room as if I was the one being photographed. And um, I explained this to her. She tapped into my energy and informed me that I'm actually my grandfather reincarnated. So Anthony actually came to me at the house because he recognized my soul and he was a protector. And I'm actually just living across the street in the same, in same neighborhood, same street. Um, and he is a good protector um, of me and my family. Didn't you also say that he had like an accent? <laughs> yes, he was Italian. And he was like, and all of a sudden he was like Italian and he was like, you know, your hair is getting long, you need to trim it. And I had probably hair down to like my butt at that time, not that dramatic, but like very long. And I was like, excuse me, who are you? And all of a sudden, the first time I ever had something, as I call it, happen in 3D, like actual like hearing, um, was scissors snipping. And I was so thrown off and so freaked out as anyone should or would be. Um, and that's when I started to realize that like, the reality we live in, there's so much more to the naked eye that we haven't even touched on. It blows my mind. So that's really how it kind of started to roll into that. Next thing I know, I was talking to other spirits and I was pulling full Teresa Caputo's, as I call it, Long Island medium in the grocery store at a restaurant for Thanksgiving. I couldn't even eat my meal because there was a table of 17 behind me with multiple loved ones lined up. And it was really before I could hone in on my gift, control it and pull it in, reel it in and go for it professionally. Um, once I really understood energetic boundaries and how to communicate and how to turn it off, as I call it, was really when I took, started taking off and my gift definitely became stronger. That's great. So you had to learn to structure and work with it. Absolutely. Is there ever a time that you can't connect? Like there's just, you know, not someone available um, so or something. Yes and no. So I don't, sometimes I'll get blocked. So there's information that I'm not supposed to understand or know or share with someone about their experience in their life. So whether that may be a big lesson, a lot of it has to do with what's written in their soul contract. So if it's something to do with their career and they're like, I'm very lost. And I'm like, this is a, I'm not getting any information, which means this is a, space of void. You're supposed to be in this space and not know um, because that's what you signed up for when you came into this earth and this life. But I wouldn't say there's never really been a time where I haven't been able to channel. Okay. Like, are you open right now? Like the second you ask, I can, it's almost like a flip of a switch. So you can't just flip it on. That's so cool. But you can flip it off too, if you want to. Totally. Well. Yeah. I'll like kind of force field my energy. They, you know, 
I'm closed for business, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so say there's a void for somebody and you can't get in. Can you at least maybe tap into like their spirit guides or something else that still might be very helpful for them? Absolutely. So with if it is blocked, if a certain topic is blocked, there's a very specific reason. With that being said, that doesn't mean that we can't discuss the past and what's happened. And I can't take a look intuitively into the issues that you've already seen and realize and pinpoint those lessons that most likely will be coming up in the near future. I can also potentially look into the much further future as well. But when that comes into play, it's usually having to do with one's happiness and joy. It may not be like, well, am I going to work for Google in the next 10 years? I don't always have the yes or no answer, but what I do have is I know you're going to have a fulfilling career and job that's going to provide for you and your family and put you on a trajectory for success for your best life. Wow. Is this the Akashic field that you're working in? So I work in the Akashic field as well as I also work with the angels. Yeah. I work with spirit guides. And then I also just tap into the astral for spirit communication. Amazing. So fun. It's so cool. It's so cool. We're going to get back to your story because I have so many questions, but we're going to take our first listener that called in. Her name is Danielle and Danielle is here in Aurora, Colorado. Super, super sweet soul. Shanna, you want to go ahead and let her in? I will. Hi, beautiful. Hi. Hi, Savannah. Hi. So great to meet you. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah. So Shanna and I are just going to mute ourselves out and let you guys do your thing. And we're just going to be bystanders. Awesome. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you. So Danielle, what in your life are you really looking to try oh, to connect man. with spirit? Or are you more looking for some psychic insight and things of that nature? Well, I think that's an interesting question. Uh, I think I'm looking for some signs from spirit. Is there a specific loved one that you were trying to connect with? So my granny uh, just passed away this morning. Um, thank you. What a, what a timely thing. And my grandfather, who uh, I'm sure was waiting for her, passed away about 33 years ago. And my cousin, who also passed away tragically seven years ago, I, I think he was waiting for her too. And I just kind of want to make sure for my family's sake, I'm actually at, you know, my aunt's house where she passed right now. I'm, I'm in the car because we have so much family inside. And, you know, I just kind of want, it would be nice to hear that she's happy, that she's with my papa, that, you know, everything's okay. Absolutely. So I'm just tapping in right now. And I've been getting chills all over the place, which is a great sign to start. Good. So, and you call, did you call her granny or grandma? Because I'm seeing granny. Her. Okay. Because that's why I'm like, it's kind of sticking out with that. Um, so your grandfather was waiting. Um, he was there for a few days knowing it was coming. Um, and this was an expected passing, correct? Correct. So, um, she just really wants you to know that she's not in any more pain. <laughs> yeah. Because that was really hard on not only her, but everyone else around her to witness that suffering that she had to go through. Yeah. And she's uh, so much more at peace. She is smiling. She is so calm. Yeah. She is like, she is such a motherly, loving grandma like I can't even put it it's so wild she's just like I've been waiting for this moment it happened just as I planned and what was your cousin's name um Justin it's funny because Justin wasn't in there because he didn't actually want to witness the passing he, um, he was waiting for her on, right as she was crossing over. She, he was waiting on the side of the rainbow bridge um, that was on the, so on our side of the rainbow bridge prior to crossing over. And the rainbow bridge is the most beautiful experience of you to go on to the other side and really embrace the unconditional love that the earth has and everyone has for us. Yeah. Um, she is so... It happened quickly. 
I, this is quick fast for me. Um, was it in her sleep? She was sleeping. Yeah. She goes, um, I would have it no other way. Yeah. Yeah. She said, I told everyone I loved them. Everyone knew how big of a heart I had and I had for everyone. And I sent everyone as much love, but it was just my time. And, yeah. and she says, I'm so sorry to put the burden and the stress and the tragedy onto the family. She says, I understand this is not what anyone needed right now, especially coming out after COVID. Yeah. And it's almost just like another blow to the family. And it was, and I can see it since this is a huge time for your family to come together and unite and, and just cherish the happiness memory. She really doesn't want anyone crying. She goes, I understand everyone cries, but she said, I want you guys to be happy. I had such a long and happy and fruitful life that I would do anything to be able to say goodbye, but it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Because that would be so much harder on everyone else. Yeah. Is she in um, hospice for a long time or? No, she actually wasn't in hospice. She stayed at my aunt's house and they took care of her. They brought in a nurse. Um, but it was like about a month period where she just um, was not. Getting, yeah, because I'm getting the feeling like every time you were going, it was almost like it was the last time to say goodbye, but you were almost getting used to that. So it wasn't like it was actually going to happen. I 100% feel where you are and I am sending you so much healing love. Thank you. Because this is a very challenging, she was like the matriarch of the family. She really, 100%. she was the glue. She was everything. She was everyone's world. Chris, I'm like, she's telling me about Christmas. She was like, <laughs> dig into the holidays. Is that her? <laughs> yeah. She says, I want you guys to have the biggest Christmas celebration ever. Because okay. I will be there in spirit and I'll be making sure everything works out. It is going to be amazing. She said, do not be sad that I am not there because I'm with you in spirit. So is grandpa and so is Justin. And they are together. They are happy and at peace and also protecting the entire family. Yeah. They are with you so much. And she says, Although there's going to be a period, she's informing me, which everyone does have. Are you guys having a funeral? Yeah, but it's not, from what I've heard, um, you know, said today is it's probably not going to be for a couple of weeks. That's what I'm feeling like, because I, I was sensing it was longer than like maybe a week or two. So yeah. she's saying the signs may get less post-funeral because I'm I have to do my soul work. Mm-hmm. Which everyone has to do, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she says, I am, she says, I'm very much, she's hanging back a little more um, because she knows the emotional trauma that this loss is causing. Not in a way that's harmful to anyone, shape or form. But she is making sure everyone's okay and everything is okay. And you guys are always together and family is she's keeps saying like blood is thicker than water um <laughs> <laughs> and she wants the family to love and celebrate love and celebrate and love and celebrate she keeps repeating those yeah. oh god oh, I have so many questions I just I, the last time I spoke with her um I just wanted to make sure that she really heard me because I didn't feel like she was aware that she it was, was half me. in half out yeah and so I just wanted to make sure that she heard, you know, that I loved her. I know that she knows that I love her, but, you know, I'm just, I'm happy that we got the time that we had. I never took it for granted and I wanted her to know that. So I just, did she hear me when I was talking to her? She says, of course I heard you. And I didn't, she said, I didn't even need to physically hear. I felt you. I felt you and I felt your words and I felt your love. And there's something where like, did she have hard of hearing? Like there's something like, it, yeah. Cause I'm like, she's not physically hearing but because of that, she was more in tune to the energy and the frequency around her. Um, and she's saying, she said, I sensed it. And she goes, and I replay every single one of you telling me, I love you. It he says it is she goes um it's on repeat in my head 
and not obviously not in her head because she doesn't have a head anymore but like, yeah like, i get it <laughs> yeah in her metaphor she's like explain it you need to tell her and i'm like okay i told her got it oh, that's so funny she's like i want her smiling i want everyone laughing she goes that's what i was about the happiness and the joy and the, when things got really crazy and chaotic she was a very grounding force she was always i feel like i could have told her anything and she would have supported me no matter what 100 percent. yeah she was she was the granny yes um and then the other thing uh just a quick question about my dad's health my dad has been going through um he went through cancer and i just want to i want to make sure that you know they're kind of helping out on that side yeah so was this his second round of cancer or his first second okay because that's what i was getting the I, I wrote down second round what kind of cancer was it because it's Prost showing me different parts of the body and i want to make sure that prostate. prostate and then um what was the first round prostate as well okay And what's your father's name? Dan. Did he have any, does he have any other medical conditions? I mean, he had a couple heart attacks. Cause I, I just wrote heart. That's why I, I cause I don't want to say anything that may not be the right thing. No, I hear, yeah. No, he's, he's had some heart attacks in his life. And is he on, um, so the thing that's really coming through with this is his medication management. Okay. Um, not saying he's not taking it or anything like that. I'm more saying that there may, if he's on some kind of medication for his heart, it may be yeah. a great idea to continue that. Yeah. Um, because I see the heart becoming more of a challenge later in life. Okay. And... Okay. I really am not seeing there's a potential for a third round of chemo and, um, but I'm not sensing that it's in the prostate. I'm getting a sense. It's more, I feel like there was something that could have been on a past biopsy or um, a past scan that showed a little thing that they wanted to watch and that they need to, um, revisit that. It's not showing me exactly where the location is, but I'm seeing okay. a scan and I'm seeing something that way. It was like, oh, you know, this, we want to keep an eye on this X, Y, and Z. And I would definitely go back to that same doctor and um, have it revisited and make sure it's monitored closely because I feel like if it is a third type of cancer or a third round of cancer, it will be, I'm seeing stage one, like snipped in the butt. But the okay. biggest thing is the okay. management of his health and to continue on the path of just like helping, making sure he puts his health first before anyone else's, okay. because I feel like that's been a challenge with him. Always, yeah. always. Yeah. Nothing that's that good. he can't handle is a, the best way to put it. That's good to hear because he's now, you know, now that the matriarch of our family, he is the patriarch of my family and I need him around me. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I sense he's going to be along for a good amount of years. Thank God. Okay, okay. Um, and then my last thing is my granny gave me something that is so, uh, it's so near and dear to me. Um, I just, I wanted to thank her. She gave me her wedding shoe clips. Oh, no, well, not because I was getting, I was like, I'm getting ringer necklace and I don't know why. No, it's a diamond. They're like, little diamond shoe clips oh okay so they kind of they look like jewelry um, okay because I'm like I'm sensing like I see like the diamond and that's why I'm like hmm but I, I would never know what a shoe clip is so that makes so much sense I had never known either who knew but she gave me these beautiful shoe clips and I, I'm, I'm not married I just wanted to thank her I want to thank her for that I don't think I ever thanked her enough for those what she wants to tell you is she wants you to pass those down. Um, do you have a daughter? I do have a daughter. <laughs> she says, I want you to give those to her for, or if, and she says, if you use them for your wedding, fabulous. If you want to get married, 
she really just wants those to be an heirloom passed down. I can do that. There's such a sense of unconditional love with those. Well, I felt like that was a super special gift years ago. And I think she gave them to me in hopes that me and Jerry were going to get married sooner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, she was like, if you use them, great. But like, if not, because free will is totally taking place right now with you. And if you want to, if you're going to get married or not. So like, that's yeah. why I can't tell you because it is not. No, I don't it's, know. that's. You know, when you asked for all of this, you were like, do you need like, you know, some help in life or message from spirit? I'm like, oh man, that's a loaded question because yes and yes. <laughs> I always right. like to ask to just get a scope of like what the person is looking for. Cause I, at the end, it like depends on what energy I manipulate to understand what's happening. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you, Mandy. Yeah. I'm so sorry about your Grammy. Oh, well, thank you, Shanna. I, you know what, what a timely message to hear. When I was praying about this a couple of days ago, I was by myself and was just sobbing and, you know, crying about the circle of life, man. And I, I asked my grandfather, I said, Papa, just go be with her. Just go be with her. And clear as day, he said to me, I'm already there. And, and he was. He said that, I know. And as soon as he said that, my body just stopped trembling and I was at peace. So, you know, I can go inside right now and I can tell my family that, you know, she's, she wants us to celebrate her life because it was a long, beautiful, you know, giving life. It's so funny because even before this happened, the energy that's inside right now isn't somber. You know, there are ties that have been cut in our family that are being mended as we speak. You know, there are people that I haven't hugged personally in years that I held for minutes, you know, so it's like all of these things are putting us back together. And I know that's granny. It's 100% her. I have so many chills right now. And she keeps yelling at me saying to tell you about the butterflies. So if you see a butterfly, that is her. <laughs> thank you so much she's like savannah you need to tell her i'm like she's speaking hold on i'm just like you need to tell her i was like i will thank you so much savannah for your messages this is what i do it's my favorite thing to do is to help heal people and make them feel more supported by the universe and everything that's going on that's beautiful i think it's a, a beautiful thing thank you oh man that's emotional all right danielle love you guys thank you so much that was great savannah how do you not get emotional? I don't know. How do you? <laughs> I mean, I know I used to. So before I was able to structure my gifts and, and really, you know, learn my boundaries and put up boundaries and turn it on and off, I, I used to really get very emotional. I would oh, try yeah. not to literally drop tears on my clients if I was working over them. I mean, I would have to catch them. I'd get so emotional. But once I was able to structure and kind of put up some boundaries on how the sessions were going to go, I was able to remove my ego, one, and two, I was able to control my emotions because really it was my soul working out with soul rather than Shanna and, and all of my sensitivities. <laughs> totally. No. So for me, how um, the energetic boundary is key, but at the end of the day, my job is to provide my clients with a safe and emotionally healing space where they can feel the most vulnerable and supported in whatever they have to inform me about or we have to discuss. I have found myself in positions, and obviously in the beginning, it was very hard emotionally on me. But once I realized that it's very much like I am a radio frequency, and I'm receiving information and divulging it, the tact and the emotional intelligence that comes into play is truly key to providing someone with an effective yeah. reading. Because if the person you're doing a reading on is not listening um, because they're in a different emotional space, I can help channel their energy to get it back to where we need it to be, to have our conversation and to get through the stuff that they need to talk about. Very challenging to do, but now it is for sure my second nature 
but also with the circle of life, I think I've had just a totally different perspective on it because I was able to communicate with the people who have passed away for a while now. Do you ever find that, cause you know, I've been able to talk to like my best friend after she passed and my father three days after in a way that I had never spoken to any like full blown, like long conversations back and forth and intimate, quiet, peaceful. And then I think, did my subconscious mind get that somewhere from like, you know, Jesus rising after three days? Like what's the three days? Does that mean anything to you? So what's really coming through, it's, it's a combination for you with the three days and for maybe with other individuals as well. Okay. 72 hours. That's enough to process the understanding of the death and understand that they are gone. With that being said, you personally have been able to clear enough grief to communicate with that past loved one. That past loved one is a lot easier to communicate with the first few days of them passing due to their energetic. So they just left their body. So because they were so attached to the physical plane that we are on right now, their energy is much more vibrant and able to interfere into our reality. I thought that was really funny what you told Danielle, because my dad had told me that he said he had to go do some work. And I was like, this poor guy who worked himself to death his whole life has to go to work again. <laughs> everyone has to go to work. I know everyone. Yeah. I'm so sorry to ruin the fantasy for everyone. So funny. But heaven right. is work. <laughs> yeah, well, and told me that. There hasn't been a time where I haven't been able to connect with the spirit. With that being said, I do like to respect when they are doing their work. So I will inform the person that I'm reading that they are in the process of doing their work, but they are okay and they are at peace. And if, if there's one or two messages that come through, fabulous. But other than that, I don't like to take them away from that crucial review of your life and understanding what you did and what you've achieved in your soul contract and what is going to be in your next life and who you're guardian over on the physical now and all the good stuff, you know, it's, it's wild. Hmm. So when you were driving and you had that outer body experience and saw that boy, did you ever figure out who that boy was? And was that you um, astral traveling or were you actually in heaven as well? Where, where were you? So funny. I've never even thought of where I was. I've just literally always just been like, that's how it was. Um, But let me tap in and say, and the boy, there's two two different vibes I get from this boy. At the time, I was just so thrown off. I was like, it must have been Matthew, who was the person I knew who passed away when I was younger. But I truly think it was my son in the future. Yeah. So, um, and that soul, especially because that was a big topic of discussion during the reading. But then As time passed, I was like, and I was going through what she had informed me about a big topic was this boy and he looked a lot like me and I'm getting chills right now, which is my favorite. Validating. You use that? I use that. You know what I mean? I always tell people that they're like, Ooh, I have chills. I wonder if that's, yes. Like don't wonder. That's what they just, yeah, that was your validation. It's energy. It's energy moving through your body. Are you okay if we bring in another one? Let's go girls. (laughs) Okay. Let's do it. Hello, Justice. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Awesome. I'm so excited to do this. It's going to be fabulous. Yeah, I'm super excited. Hi, Mandy. How are you? Nice to meet you. Thank you for being a supporter of Sense of Soul. Where are you at? I'm in Boise, Idaho. Awesome. Awesome. So this is Savannah, and she has such amazing energy. Um, I'm sure you're going to enjoy this, Justice. All right. So Justice, I'm a psychic medium, so I can tap into both psychic and spirit. Um, What are you looking for today? One, the other, both hit me with it. Let's go. Uh, Both would be cool. I'm really open to whatever uh, spirit wants to bring to the session today. Um, I am moving with my wife to Kentucky in September. 
and looking to hopefully start on my own path, being my own boss. I'd like to open up a holistic healing center one day. So I'd like to take the beginning steps to step away from the normal nine to five kind of thing. Awesome. I love that. Fabulous. Like I cannot wait. Like your energy is so calm, cool, collected, yet fun and fabulous. I'm addicted. Let's do it. So um, what I am getting with the moving to Kentucky region, where are we talking? Um, so the area is Hardin County. It's like Vine Grove is the city we'll be living in. Um, it's probably about an hour out of Louisville, I'd say. Okay. What do you do for your nine to five right now? Um, right now, it's not actually nine to five. Um, I, I I'm do just flooring. Saying, yeah. You do no. flooring. <laughs> yeah. So it's just my boss and I, a very small company. Um, but you know, it's hard on my body, especially totally. the knees. And so. I feel like you're not not happy. At the same time, you could totally use switch up of pace. Like it's just like it is what it is. You go to work, you do your job. Very yeah, monotonous. Exactly. Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, it, it's a nice job. He's an awesome boss. He's gives gives me raises like uh, very often, so that's good. But just not your passion. Just, yeah, exactly. It's great at it, and your boss really appreciates you and shows you that. And you have a great work dynamic. I can totally tell about that. When you move at the end of the day, it's, you have a huge turning point in your life. I feel like how old are you? I'm so like, is that okay if I can ask you that? Yeah, totally. I'm 21. Okay. That makes more sense now. There's definitely this huge energetic shift with where you're at and where you're going. You don't know where to start. Simultaneously, you bite off more than you can chew. And sometimes completing the project is very challenging. Yeah, that's that accurate. <laughs> so with your holistic healing business, give me a gist of what you're thinking. Well, so right now I just finished my Reiki master training uh, less than a month ago. So I'm looking to step into that and eventually I'm probably going to move back to Southern California where all my family lives and I'd like to open up a holistic healing center of sorts with a very wide range of modalities like yoga, Ayurveda, Reiki, uh, you know, meditation. All inclusive, like yeah, yeah, gotcha. dietetics. That makes yeah. sense because I was like Kentucky to me does not seem like the holistic he healing center. I was not getting a vibe of maybe doing that there. I see a lot of planning happening there, but the execution for sure needs to be in Southern California. Um, a lot of it is energetically based with the location, I feel like, because you have a different vibrational frequency of individuals in Kentucky that you'll have versus Southern California. You can just also think of a, the natural personality of someone. But when I tap into the energy frequency, um, holistic healing, Reiki is great. Yoga is great. When you get into Ayurveda, that's when you start to lose people, especially in the region that you're going to. I see you kind of starting something and building off of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, basically once I do that, I'm, I'd probably be hiring outside, um, people to come in and yeah. Cause I, I'm also, um, you know, I do sweat lodge occasionally with a little bit of firekeeper training. Um, and I do some like shamanic drumming journeys and I guess a little bit of Wiccan work just because that's where my mentors came from. But I don't really have like my main modality. I'm probably more no one, eclectic, I, like I no guess. No one really does. I mean, I'm a psychic medium because I can talk to the dead. So that's kind of how it works for me. But I like, I am Reiki as well. Team Reiki. Um, <laughs> um, I also do the shamanic journeying, jazz, sound healing. I love it all. Like us healers, we know what's up. We love it all. So <laughs> I love your um, vibe. Oh, thank you. Also, I can't see you being happy behind a desk. Yeah. So but in yeah, Kentucky, I, I feel like it is not quite, we're not ready to take that leap of faith because it's not the right place or time, but we need a bridge. And the bridge is really where I'm having trouble seeing what you're going to do because your free will is really coming into play because you're not sure. What I feel like you need to do is get some business experience. Even though you don't want to be behind a desk, you really need to understand the operations of business. And whether that's being an administrator on the back end of things, seeing how marketing works. I'm really getting a marketing vibe with you and I'm not sure why, um, but I really think that's going to be a key, especially if you're going to do this in Southern California, because let's face it, the guruist of the guruist are in California and all that jazz, but the key is marketing. 
because if people like what they see, they're going to move forward with being a client of yours. If they don't know about you, if they don't know what's going on, it's hard, but I feel like there's a lot of different, I see how your mind works and you are, you like puzzles. Mm -hmm. You like to figure things out. You like to shift it to make it work the right way. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, putting things in the car that shouldn't fit, but I make it all work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And somehow you're like, it magic, you're, it's like the magic in you. You're like, it still works, bro. Um, and sometimes it doesn't, but it's the fun of it for you, for sure. That's a part of the joy. I feel like you need to focus on the Reiki. I feel like you should go into more sound healing because I feel like that is an un, a le, it's not an untapped market, but it is I have this vibe. It's going to take off a lot more in the coming years than it already has. Okay. Especially with you, because I feel like you, are you drawn to crystal singing bowls? Yeah, I am actually. Um, I don't have a crystal one, but my mom actually got me a little metal one. Uh, yeah, for I, have, Christmas. I have like a little metal one too, but like, I really see you channeling through doing all of this and with some gongs, like you, my friend are totally like vibing and like going for it and really transforming people's lives, which is what you really want to do. At the end of the day, you don't just want to be a business owner. You want to be helping people and being a practitioner, not only a business owner. So I feel like going into those modalities, I think in Kentucky is your best idea. I'm getting a vibe that you need to go on TikTok and maybe do like a few little healing vibe things coolness don't do the reiki things through the tiktok because honestly like not no. you are at a higher frequency than that okay and they come off differently and sometimes tiktok gives people slack for doing the reiki things i have noticed gotcha. and um but what i really think you can you're going to do your sound healings but you're going to channel your reiki through the the sound healings and you can express that through the tiktok and that's really what's going to transform you and be, make you different than other people cool yeah i'm definitely looking for the next step so that's good to get some guidance on what to do next you getting in that headspace and that zone of like learning the sound healing and doing what feels right and then also reading the room do start doing it for friends and for things like that and, and just practice understanding the energy and clearing the energy is big for you because I feel like you get caught in the everyday of it where you don't do your energetic maintenance. Okay. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, the vibrations and like music and stuff. And I mean, I've got big old subwoofers in my truck and just listening to like the bass and feeling the vibrations in your chest. I could definitely see sharing that with people in a healing way. Yeah. And I feel like you tapping into other people and healing other people is really going to heal yourself as well. The big key here though, is you cannot get stuck in the healer that heals everyone else and not themselves. So while you're learning these sound bowls and the sound tuning and all the good stuff, really focus on you and your journey and what you need to identify and pull out of your life and shed for you to be your best self, to be able to have this holistic, beautiful, almost compound retreat situation vibe going on because it is a hundred percent possible my friend awesome so do you have any other questions is there i feel like there's another aspect of your life that's been a little challenging recently and you haven't brought it up because you're like not really sure if i want to bring it up but like i should and you should okay is it hold on one second so like self-love i think that that's what i was going to talk about um it sounds like that's kind of what you're talking about and i know yes. they I know Shannon and Mandy talk about that on this show constantly, which I love. And lately I've actually noticed it coming up that I need to implement sort of self-love regimen, maybe some affirmations and so, uh, some other. That's that energetic maintenance. Okay. Yeah, that's so exactly been... it. So that's the self-care. That's the, and I'm not saying stand in them. I mean, you can totally do this and it does work. Like stand in the mirror and tell yourself how much you love you. Um, totally a great option. You don't necessarily have to do that. Like, so I feel like some people get the idea that when I say self-love, I'm going to talk to myself in the mirror and tell myself how beautiful I am, which is a part of it, totally. But self-love and self-care can also be, for me, that's an Epsom salt bath with my favorite essential oils. And doing it right before I go in, 
putting some Reiki into that tub water, as well as just making sure the energy is cleared and grounding all that energy and turning my phone off, shutting the door and having a good soak for 20, 30 minutes. Like that is my version of self-love. Um, or it's going in a nature walk and just really taking in everything that's around you. Um, stopping and smelling the flowers is the um, phrase that's coming to mind for you. Okay. Yeah, I definitely, uh, the Epsom salt sounds nice. We, my wife and I actually found the uh, Dr. Teal's brand, I believe. Um, they have an, a hemp seed oil one. Yes, I've done that, that smells one. smells awesome. <laughs> yes, yeah, it so smells good. Really the good. green tea one is also straight fire, I will okay. tell you. Maybe bring um, some rose quartz in the bath or something too. Uh, so I always, the drain works in our tub, but I always just like to put a crystal right on top of the drain. That mm. way it really infuses it all. Um, and it also is kind of like out of the way versus like if it was in the middle of the tub. <laughs> that makes sense. And it's the best. Light some candles. I always like candles. My, I'm going to tell you my favorite brand. I I'm not sponsored by anyone or do anything. <laughs> Crystal Journey candles are the best candles. They're infused with Reiki. I find them such a difference. You can probably pick them up at your local Whole Foods in New England. I think we even have some. <laughs> Aren't they the bomb? They are. Oh. And they have like 26 different things. And they all have like a little affirmation on it. And honestly, like sometimes... Like your girl just needs to be told what to say and to make generating joy a little easier, you know? Um, Cause sometimes everyone gets thought up in their words and they're like, does this sound right? And then you're like, okay, no, I can read this. And this is what it is. And it invokes the energy and it's the best. You want to know what? Send us your address. I'm going to gift you one. I, we have, we have some. So Justice, email us and send us your address and I'll, I'll mail you one. That's awesome. Address. Thank you. Then to you. Look at that. Are you guys sponsored by them? <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this, Savannah. That was amazing. You know what I found was amazing too, Justice, is that as she was talking, well, I was thinking as well, you know, and things were popping up for me and then she'd say it right after. And I was writing all these notes so that way I would remember to kind of mention it to you or to, you know, talk about it afterwards. But she kept mentioning it. So I was like, she knows everything. She good. <laughs> yeah, she's very psychic. Oh, that's for sure. Awesome. Well, and what I enjoyed, and Justice, you'll hear this later when we release this episode, was that the first listener that we had on was completely different from you. So this showed Savannah's expertise in two different areas. The first one was completely spiritual. The girl had just lost her grandmother this morning. And then with you, it was that healing within you to help guide you in your current life. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, I'm super excited to hear the episode. It's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening. And would definitely love to talk to you uh, more about you coming on, sharing your journey. You had mentioned that this morning in our in our chat. And I wish you luck and congratulations on your marriage. And I wish you well on your Reiki journey. I'm kind Thank of you pissed off at you, Justice. I'm kind of <laughs> mad at you. I have to be honest. And I'm going to tell you why. If I only was as wise as you were when I was 21, holy <laughs> Good for you for, for being on this journey at such a young age. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Is your wife spiritual as well? We kind of jumped into it at the same time, but she wasn't as taken with it as me. And so I kind of just went full blast and she's cruising along. So I think it'll work out though, because I'll be able to teach her some things. Don't be forced to be her teacher though. Okay. You're both on your own individual journey. And that's a huge thing with your relationship with her stay in your lane, but support each other unconditionally is really what's coming through for you because everyone has a different journey. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's very easy for us to compare my journey versus your journey, especially if you're living with someone in, in, in a relationship with someone. Yeah, and I kept on getting spiritual hygiene, spiritual hygiene. And then she's, you know, telling you, and also be careful of the stones that you put in your bath. Some of them are not to be Oh, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just maybe look that up first. All right. Well, thanks so much for being with us, Justice. Thank you, guys. This has been awesome. Have Great a wonderful you. day. You too. Well, isn't he just freaking adorable? Come on. <sighs>
That was beautiful, oh, Savannah. You. I love how Mandy pointed out that you we got to see you in both lights. And I loved how your energy shifted with their energy. And I think that is a gift that most empaths have, you know, that they could do that. Have you always been able to do that, whether it was within spiritual work or just with friends and outside? Of- totally. I'm also an Aquarius, very air sign of me okay. to match the energy that is being received. So I'm not, and I'm also, um, I have an air sign, two air signs in my big three. So very much with in tune with that. I've always kind of, but I've really honed in on it, especially in the readings to match their energy because Mm -hmm. no one needs someone that's like 26 times their energy and no one needs someone that's (laughs) dull and boring. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what Mandy and I are pretty good at naturally. Absolutely. why, Why we're good with our guests because we could do that with anybody you yeah. know um, if you can talk to a wall then you're golden as I say I call <laughs> it I used to get told that in high school all the time they'd be like Savannah you could literally like make best friends with a wall and it would be a great time I was like I know okay. well if there's <laughs> ever a time where we can't talk to somebody Mandy and I'd probably be like what the fuck is wrong with that person? <laughs> You've taught me a lot. Like, first of all, you made it, you made it okay to ask questions. Like what were their name? What was this? Like a lot, you know, you're you're just really confident in your um, structure and how you go about it. How did you get that way? It was such an energy and a force that shifted for me in that moment and in that time. And I was informed that that was a soul contract that I made with that person. I will never see that person again. That was their role in my life was to tell me I have an incredible gift that's about to be unleashed and tell me all this stuff and then never see her again. And I developed my style of reading over time, for sure. You obviously get the people who are trying to quiz you. I am not here for a quiz to test my ability. I can connect with past loved ones and I can connect psychically. I learned to ask questions because it's easier for me to connect with the energy if I have the information to move forward with it. I'll explain, as you may have noticed, I'll be like, do you have a daughter? Because I'm sensing a daughter energy. The reason I'm asking is because I'm pretty sure that that's what's going on, but you never know because sometimes that daughter energy isn't a daughter. It could be a niece. It could be a best friend's daughter. There's so many different avenues you can go. So I've learned if you ask questions, it really just helps me understand what I'm talking about and making sure that I'm giving the correct information out. At the end of the day, I'm receiving a ton. I could be receiving thousands of messages. Yeah. So how did you know when you were doing their readings that some of it wasn't Shannon's energy coming into the Zoom? Very good question. So how I do it is I'll hone in on that individual. I will say I'm going to connect with Justice's energy. I don't say anything out loud. I, I just, I'm at the point now where I am fortunate. I don't have to, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just words out loud, but I don't have to vocalize what I'm doing all the time. Sometimes in the beginning, people do that a lot. Um, but I'll just tap right in. It's kind of like if we have a bubble all around us, it's, um, this super long hose that connects into your energy field. And then I can under, I can see from there and tap in, go into your life, past, present, future, your loved ones, your, it's all right there. And it's, it's so easy to access second nature. So when you do groups, is that kind yes. of what you do? I mean, I went to Deb Shepard's group, who is a great psychic medium here in Colorado. She's phenomenal. And she flipped my shit, man, when I went to her big group. It was like over 100 people. And it was hilarious because we did pay to get like front row seats. And she was like, spirit doesn't care where you sit. No, it does not. It does <laughs> All you not. people that paid extra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, That's shit. one thing. <laughs> what was interesting is during her reading, my dad was coming through at the end of someone else's reading. And then came through and I was like, holy shit, it was all merged together. But so, you know, obviously she wasn't just honing in on anybody. She was opening, so you open yourself up to just like any, anybody in the room can talk to me. What do you do? How do you prepare for that? So group readings are different. So I, if it's a very large room, that's kind of how I do it. 
Spirit send me some information and let's go for it and let's rock and roll. So then they'll start giving me um, descriptions or it's like, if it's a father figure, brown hair, it's short, it was very like happy and loving and compassionate and caring. And I really feel like this is an actual energy right now. I'm just saying that. Um, does that make sense to you? Yeah, he's here. And he's just sending you so much love. I'm sorry, but it's, I just wanted to say he's so proud of you. I am his favorite daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. He, he's just, sorry. He, this is, so this is what will happen. I'll be, especially like I have opened myself up to both of your energies but I'll start doing this and then all of a sudden they'll be like, nope, I'm coming in. And they'll like, yeah. so your description is going to be this. And you're going <laughs> to say these words right, right. now. <laughs> exactly. So that's exactly how it kind of rolls. That's pretty cool. Um, and they'll line, like I have spirits line up yeah. and it is how you're saying how they merge together. It yeah. is like, bam, bam. But how I'll do it, if it's a group reading, so I'll do group readings quite frequently. And that's anywhere from four to I've done up to 22 people in, yeah. in like a private group reading. And with that, I will tap into the individual's energy because sometimes when you're there, people don't necessarily want to read it. Sometimes they'll want to just True. experience it. Yeah. So I will always say, is there, some, if it's, if it's a private group reading, I will always ask who would like a reading and go from there. You know, what's funny, um, Savannah, is that when you said that you have people that line up in lines, when I was doing my ancestries, that's what they did. Yeah. They, I literally saw like miles of people. And, and as soon as I thought I was done, another one, it took that's years. That's why you shut it off, dude. Years. Otherwise it gets wild. No, they wouldn't leave me alone. It was years. And then I think I'm finally free now, but it, it really was about four years. It's insane. Savannah, you're amazing. Um, tell our listeners about, so you do one-on-one -on -one coaching, you do healing sessions, you've got all kinds of good stuff on your website. So tell yes. them about, you know, what you've got going on and where they can find you. Absolutely. I do, like you had mentioned, one-on-one -on -one intuitive coaching. So I have two session builds going on right now. I have the three month option and the six month option. So mm -hmm. that would be, um, if you're ready for the next step in your life for a transformational really journey of a deep dive into yourself and, and really getting a transparent view of who you are, what you want and where you want to go and take the steps to achieve that. We'll meet once a month for an hour. And then with that, we are going to really see your transformational journey go through fruition. Um, so, and then I also do the one-on-one, -on -one, um, healing calls. So those I can do either via zoom, about 90% of my readings are done through zoom, or I can do it in person if you're near Rhode Island in that area. So those I'll do a 60 or a 90 minute session, and I'll always record those sessions and send them to you afterwards. So you have a way to look back on our session and really pinpoint those things that you may have missed just talking back and forth. Then we also have um, our group readings. If you, I've done bachelorette parties. I have done girls weekends. I have done, you name it. It's so fun. I love doing group readings. That's anywhere from, I can do four to 25 people. And I will happily, I have done it over Zoom. Um, and it's so fun. It's a great way to get everyone together, especially after COVID and really bring everyone together in a healing journey experience together. So you can find all of this and sign up for any of my readings online at therhodeislandmedium.com. And also if you use the promo code sense of soul, you will receive 15% off of your reading. And with that, my phone number is right on the website. That is my personal number. So if you're not sure what you want, if you have any questions, feel free to give me a text and I will happily talk to you and see maybe what's going on and, and what's the best route for your healing journey. And now it's time for Break That Shit Down. It's time to tell your soul that it's okay and you are safe.
You are loved, not only by yourself, but everyone you meet in your life, whether the experience be positive or negative, they have a sense of unconditional love for you. And know whatever you're going through right now, you are more than capable of getting to the other side. There is no question in my mind of the greatness and potential that you can achieve in your life. And at the end of the day, smile, breathe, and say a few kind words will make the biggest difference in your day. And that's my breaking shit down. You are so super sweet. Well, Savannah, I adore you. We're going to send a shit ton of people to you because you're really good at what you do. Your energy is fabulous. Thank you. Oh, well, if you guys ever want me back, I would love that. My God, absolutely. So fun. Did you know that Sense of Soul now has a Patreon where you can get exclusive episodes, mini series that Mandy and I have been working on for a long time that we can't wait to share with you? Monthly readings, Sense of Soul sacred circles, workshops, behind the scene clips, and much more. Hop on Sense of Soul Patreon right now and sign up. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.